Welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast, where we teach and preach the truth of the Catholic faith without compromise and without apology. We want to give you high energy and non-boring Catholicism, where anyone at any time can come to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why. We do apologetics, spirituality, other religions, our culture, and more. Most of all, we want to inspire you, inform you, and help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith with purpose and passion. We are Catholic Truth. How important is sexual compatibility for your marriage? Will it give you a happier marriage? And is it a really important key to consider when you're considering a future spouse. You actually might be surprised to know that sexual compatibility is actually at the bottom of the things that are important when choosing a spouse. And if you base your marriage, your future marriage on sexual compatibility, or even mostly on sexual compatibility, then it's a recipe for disaster and you're leading yourself straight to divorce. Here's why. I got in a real conversation with a woman and she actually asked me what I do. And I said, I'm a Catholic speaker and I speak on a lot of different topics. And one of the topics she found interesting was that I speak on love and relationships. And I give a lot of pro tips for marriage, dating and engagement. And I, and I speak on a lot of topics like this. And she said, oh, that's interesting. She said, I'm actually a Catholic too, but I think sexual compatibility is very important. And for me, sex before marriage is a must. And then she said, to me, wouldn't you want to know that you're sexually compatible with the person you're dating? I mean, would you want to go into marriage not knowing if you're sexually compatible or not? I wouldn't. I mean, we need to know how we're going to spend the rest of our life together. And I responded to her and I said, so what I'm hearing is that people are like cars that you need to test drive beforehand to figure out if you like them or not, to figure out if you want to buy them or not. And if they don't fulfill you, if you don't like them, then you can return them to test drive another. And they're basically disposable like any other object that you don't like that you'll just return at whim. And the lady thought about it for a second. She said, oh my gosh. She said, I never thought about it that way. She's like, you actually make a really good point. I said, it is a good point because here's my problem with that line of thinking. People, they're not objects. They're not things to be used of and disposed at will based on whether we personally like it or not. We're human beings. We have thoughts. We have feelings. We have emotions. We have dreams and senses of humor. I mean, we are full people. We're not to be disposed of like objects are. Think about food. If you don't like a piece of food, you throw it away or you throw it back in the fridge until you want it again. If you don't like a song that's playing on the radio, you change the station. If you don't like a car, it's not performing to your liking, you return it for another one. But that's a terrible way to treat a feeling, living, breathing human being. The lady was like, oh my, <laughs> you could tell like her mind was like blown as she's like thinking about this. But I continued and said, you know what? It might help you to think about it this way. Think about marriage and think about the rest of your life. I would say roughly 95% or more of marriage has nothing to do with sexuality at all. It has everything to do with everything else. I mean, if you think of a, a typical marriage, you're working most of the day and then you come home and you cook. You might clean a little bit. You might read a book. You might visit your spouse. You take care of your kids. You help them with their homework. You get them ready for bed. You go visit your family. You go to do that chore. You go grocery shopping. I mean, your, your days are packed. You're not sitting there in the back room having sex all day where your kids are out there studying or playing or watching TV. It doesn't work that way. The majority of our marriage is 
other things other than sex. Now, I'm not saying sex isn't important. I'm just saying that is not what makes up the majority of marriage. So why in the world would you base your marriage and your spouse on sexual compatibility? The things that you should be basing marriage on are these. Is your spouse trustworthy? Does your spouse love you with all their heart? Do they have the ability to communicate their feelings to you? Do they have the ability to sacrifice for you? Can you envision them kissing your kids to bed every night? Can you envision them protecting you, providing for you, giving you what you need and loving you? Do they have virtue? Do they have character? Are they your best friend? These are the things that make happily ever after. These are the things that make marriage, marriage. You, sex, you know, that is, if, if your relationship's only based on sex or sexual compatibility or pleasure, that is very short-lived, and that is not going to lead you to happily ever after. And only these other things, these other things that make love, love, are going to lead you to a blissful, happily ever after marriage. And in fact, sex is the expression, or should be, the expression of a deep, relational, intimate love that is already there. Sex is just expressing that love. Sex is not love. It's an expression of that love, that marital love that's already there. People who focus only on sexuality or primarily have a sexual relationship with someone, they're missing all the cues, the non-negotiables, the warning signs, because it blinds you. (laughs) At this point, the woman's like, wow, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. And If I'm being honest with you, that's much more beautiful than the way I was looking at it just 10 minutes ago. She's like, thank you. And uh, she goes on to think about it. She says, but but I have another question. She's like, do you think sex is important in a relationship, in marriage? And I said, sex is important in marriage. Of course, it's an expression of the love that you already share together. So it is important. It's just not half of as important as all of these other non-negotiable things, love, trust, communication, the ability to sacrifice, and many other things that are very important. Sex is also important, but it's not at the height that these other things are. Now, you should have a great sex life because you should have a great love, and that's an expression of your love. Think about it. When you go to the altar, and this is what I told the lady, I said, when you get married someday, you're going to look your husband in the eyes, and you're going to say, I choose to love you. Only you and all of you forever. I choose to love you in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, until death do us part. That is love. You're taking a covenant. You're taking a vow. You're giving your life to him in a sense, and he is giving his life to you, and you're starting your new life of love. And that's what that vow means. And then when you go home to your suite and you have sexual relations for the first time, you're renewing that covenant. You're giving yourself to your love, to your spouse, but you're renewing your vow, not with words, but with your body. And every time you have sexual relationships in marriage after that, you're promising to love that person and only that person for the rest of your life. And they're promising to love you for the rest of their life. And you don't always have to say it with words, but you're promising it with your body. It's kind of like Vanilla Sky. Tom Cruise had sex with a girl and left her and she came up to him and said, hey, if you're not going to you know, be with me, you should know that your body is making promises to me, even if you're not. And that's why sex before marriage, it's a lie. 
because you're not giving yourself fully to that person. You're not married. It's not the way that God designed it to be. And it's not that marital covenantal vow that you're making to the person on the altar. That's why God made sex for marriage to renew that vow. If you truly love a person, you will love them independent of sex. Love is love independent of sex. If you truly love them, the sexuality will not matter, will it? And if the sex isn't good, let's say you get married and you find out that you're having trouble or they're not that good in bed or whatever it is, you have the rest of your whole life together to grow in that love, to grow in that intimacy, to grow in that sexual union, the sexual relationship, and to make it a beautiful, satisfying, intimate sexual relationship. You have the rest of your life to become experts in that field if you want. But the fact is... That doesn't make a happy marriage. It's an expression of a love that's already there and a happy marriage that's already there or it should be. If your relationship is based on true love, then your partner or your, the person you love will mean the world to you no matter what. It's only a lack of love that reduces them to their sexuality and replaces them when they don't perform anymore or fail to satisfy. That's not true love. It's actually the opposite of love. If you truly love a person, you will love them in every season and just for who they are. And sex, it's an expression of that beautiful love. At this point, the lady was like, again, mind blown. And she's like, wow. She actually said that is such a beautiful way of looking at it. Much more beautiful than I looked at it before. It's a beautiful way of understanding it, she said. And she said, I'm really excited to go home and share it with my boyfriend. And I said, that's fantastic. I'm glad. I hope it goes well for you. You know, tell him what true love is and I will pray for you for the whole thing. And that's what it all comes down to is love. And that's why God made sex only for marriage, not for before marriage. And in fact, people who wait until marriage, all the statistics say they have the most happy and satisfying sex lives, but also the most happy and satisfying marriages as well. As opposed to people who won't wait until they have sex, they actually have a 70% divorce rate. And people who cohabitate before marriage have an 80% divorce rate. 80%! I mean, that's 8 out of 10. That's 80 out of 100 being divorced after they get married. And most people who have sexual relationships usually get divorced in the first five years of marriage because they don't know what it takes to make marriage work. Don't become a statistic. Don't become one of these people. Find true love and not the counterfeit. Relationships based on sex, it's the counterfeit. And if you want to know if you have the real thing or the counterfeit, go tell your boyfriend or girlfriend today that you don't want to have sex anymore until you get married, just to see what they say. That's the love test. I mean, if they say, well, whew, that's, you just dropped the bomb on me, sweetie. But if that's important to you, then okay, you know what? We'll, we'll work through this. I'll respect that. And we can, we can find some other way to express our love to each other. Whew, wow, that's true love. As opposed to someone saying, what? Why? Why would you want that? We've been having sex all this time. And, now, and then they pressure you into it. You know that they just want your body. They just want the sex and they don't really want you. It's the love test. Give it the love test. And then start praying tonight. Pray for your future spouse. Pray for the happiest marriage that you can ever have. And don't base it on sexual compatibility. Base it on something so much deeper.